This is the Not After 30 Podcast, a podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now, it's time for the show. <laughs> Welcome so now, to you- Bearded and Bored. I am Tim, joined by my guest in a, what do we call this, like a simulcast? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like incestion. Inception and um, incest. Incestion. Yeah, I hear that thing happens in Milton quite in, often. In, uh, inception. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised at all if, uh, especially back in the day when this was a little bit more farm country, a couple brothers hooked up with a couple sisters, things that crazy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm joined by Anthony of the Not After 30 podcast. This is going to be released on both channels. If you hear us on one, go check out the other. Uh, God, Anthony, this is the first time I've recorded an episode in a month and a half, two months. Wow. Yeah. Um, this is the first time I've recorded an episode um, – that I haven't done by myself in maybe, maybe, uh, six weeks, seven weeks, maybe. And, uh, you know, it's, it's tough. It is tough, man. Tim, being a podcaster is fun. It just ain't easy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, well, part of the reason we were sitting down tonight, we were going to do a follow up to our last episode. We were talking about, uh, a bar for old people. Okay. So, I, I wanted to share uh, an experience I recently had, and I feel like it ties into our uh, Club for Old People, a.k.a. TNA's The Over 30 Club, where all your dreams can come true. It was a magnificent dream. Yes. Uh, is it mean to do that? I don't know. Um, so if you guys didn't listen to it, go back and listen. It's on both podcast feed. Uh, I believe Mars is about, it's probably four or five episodes previous to this one. Mm-hmm. And it's called, T- I think it's episode 191 TNAs, a club after 30. Anyways, that's the point I think it is. Yeah. You just released yours, right? Like a week ago or two weeks ago? I have no idea when it got released in the feed. I think it was, yeah. I called it like a club for old people. Essentially. That's exactly what you called it. Yeah. I was bothered by that. Um, <laughs> Just because I'm old doesn't mean I want to admit that I'm old. Okay, so anyways, here's here's the thing. So this year I turned 40. It was a big deal. I'm still having a hard time adjusting. But my wife threw, did an amazing act of kindness and not only had a great family birthday for me, but also had a, a surprise birthday uh, for me the following day where she took me downtown and my friends, my lifelong buddies met me there. We watched the Jays game. And then after the Jays game, I was like, Dudes, I want to keep going. I don't want to call it just yet. And so we were like, okay, well, where should we go? Now, Tim, we're in the heart of the city, downtown Toronto at fucking the Sky Dome. That's right, the Sky Dome. Press rail. <laughs> oh, we had our wives with us. Let's get, just get that out of the way early. Couples dance. <laughs> <laughs> Couples get in for free. Um, yeah, so... We're we're dead, right we're in the center of downtown, and I go to my buddy. I want to keep going. You guys want to like maybe we got like a place where there's a little bit of food, maybe a patio. We can just hang out outside and enjoy the vibe. And everyone was on board. Now, granted, I was drinking all day, 
and I had been vaping. What'd you call it again? The douche flute. The douche flute. Yeah. I had, I, you know, I, I was douching all, all day. So I was like, I was so fresh and so clean. A, I was in a good spot, my man. <laughs> I was very, yeah, very fresh, very clean. Um, so my buddy's like, oh, where do you want to go? I'm like, uh, I, I don't know. I was like, and honestly, I beat myself up about this because literally anybody who's listening to this who has been downtown in the, in the last two years could probably name three places you could go right from the Sky Dome. We could have went down right right down to the by the water at the distillery. It would have been beautiful. It would have been perfect. It was a perfect weather outside. I go to, I don't know, let's go down to Richmond Street and see what's happening. Fucking Richmond Street? <laughs> Dude. Richmond is like all the clubs, right? Like all the entertainment, the entertainment district. I don't know why I said that. All I want to do is eat some tacos and have a couple more drinks. Now, we walked, slugged our way, 15-minute walk. You know, I had a backpack, a baseball jersey on. My wife was in jeans. It was July 2nd. It was hot as shit. My <laughs> other buddy's in a, in, in a fucking jersey. His wife's in a Toronto Blue Jays t-shirt and jeans. We fucking drag our old asses to Richmond Street. I don't recognize any fucking thing. Smelling a ballpark like, hot dogs exactly. and sweat. Smell like a, a – you hear the other crazy thing? During the baseball game, we were on the one side of the field that had sun the whole fucking time. So we had like <laughs> four hours of fucking direct sunlight. Dude, <laughs> I uncreased my neck and I had a white line. <laughs> um, it was a mess, absolute mess. But, you know, like, again, I was feeling really good. So the goal was to just find a place on Richmond Street that maybe sold tacos. We found one place. Nobody wanted to sit there. There was, like, nobody there. Um, so then I, we, we walked down. I see a place in the distance called Pablo's. I'm like, okay, Pablo's is most likely a Latin name, right? I'm going to check. Maybe they have Spanish food. So we, we get there. And, dude, I was fucking astonished. What happened? I walk in. I'm thinking it's a restaurant. I'm walking in. Dude, it's like a hip-hop motherfucking video. There is some tens just waiting by the door. And I'm like, um, again, Jay's jersey, sweaty as shit, wearing a baseball hat, had a backpack on like fucking Kanye West in 2003. They were probably and, thinking you were there to pick up your daughter. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, on somebody's Uber. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we didn't order so, skip the dishes, honey. Thank you. <laughs> so I look at the lady, I'm like, You guys uh sell food? And she's like, uh she like looks at her nails, looks at me, she's like, uh yeah. <laughs> I'm like oh. She was annoyed by your existence. Uh, 100%. She's like, whose fucking uncle is this? Um, <laughs> and then, so, and I'm like, okay. Um, I was like, can we go sit in the patio? Because their patio was in front. It was lit up nicely. It was, but it was a uh, street front. And she's like, uh, let me just check, okay? So she taps on the screen, and I can see the reflection off her shiny skin of her scrolling <laughs> the screen. So I'm like, she's really checking. And now, believe me when I tell you, the patio had nobody on it. Inside was loud, bumping, again, like a hip-hop video, packed. So she's like, uh, I'm sorry, we don't have anything available. But she said it in such a way that I knew 
she was just trying to get rid of us. <laughs> and then it was like that scene in the movie where like you grab your heart and like the room behind you gets like smaller or bigger. I can't remember which it is, but I was like, Oh shit. I'm here. I'm wearing the spot where I didn't ever want to be in my life. I'm a guy who thinks he's cool. Who's hanging out here thinking it's a cool spot and he can eat some food and watch some tail walk around. <laughs> oh my God. Fuck. Yeah. You were the you were the chicks from a uh, forty year old virgin when they try to go back in the bar and uh, Catherine Heigl's pregnant. That's <laughs> exactly it. That's one hundred percent. Look at me, I'm fat. I'm fucking fat. Um, I can't be letting old busted ass bitches in here. One hundred percent. And I was like. I was like, I was trying to like get my, I was trying to like walk myself off the ledge. I was like, you know what? Like, she's not wrong. Like I've been sweating all day. I'm probably look fucking ridiculous. I have a backpack full of shit. Like, of course they're not going to let me in. I look fucking homeless. How would that affect them though? Like, I don't understand that mentality. What would that do to their business? I have to, well, listen, it was busy. Like it was, it was maybe 10 o'clock. It wasn't even that late for downtown Toronto club, but it was maybe 10 o'clock. But honestly, it was, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want me there if I was her either. And I've like, I've now like uh, accepted that as that is my new fate. Mm-hmm. So really what I, what I 100% should have done is take 25 seconds and just Google places in the area that I could have on a, with a patio. And I'm sure that would, I'm sure it would take me down to the water where I should have been in the first place. And, you know, I think new, I think it's called new Amsterdam. Like they have a, an amazing place that would have accepted me in my filth, <laughs> in my fucking average Joe size 38 waist, fucking gray pubes, fucking me. <laughs> I don't have gray pubes. I have like one gray chest hair. You go walk out to the street, you get hit by a bus, and she like barely even looks up from her iPad. And like, oh my god, can't even Tyler, right? <sighs> Tyler, you're gonna have to clean that up because I'm not touching that shit. <laughs> so yeah, man. So so we ended up we ended up uh, back at the place that we were we met up for my birthday, um, which wasn't much fun because uh, we I went there in 2019. Two members of your podcast and I were hanging out with guys from my podcast. And I'm not going to say what one of the two guys that are on the Couch Creeks Canada, by the way, best theme song in podcasting. Mm. I'm not going to tell you which guy got us all kicked out of the Jays game. And then we ended up at the place beforehand, actually. Um, Jays game that I had to buy two tickets to? That was it. Okay, exactly. Actually, all three of you guys were there. What the fuck am I talking about? Um, anyways, that day when we met up at the pint, we had, a, we had a bite to eat, right? Well, you know, you weren't there for that. No, no. I, you know what? I'm thinking of two different times. I just remember the upstairs they claimed was a part of the bar and was obviously someone's room. They just cleared the shit out of. Oh, the, at, at steam whistle. No, at the, the oh. awards, like where everybody got their oh. awards upstairs, that fucking hot box. Yeah, there's no way I'll ever get into a room like that again post COVID. I don't. I just. I just don't want a cold. Uh, I don't want a flu. There's too many yeah. people. Yeah, um, that's funny. But <laughs> um, anyways, um, 
I can't. Oh yeah, I didn't want to go to the Pint because when I had gone there before with some of the guys, they gave me the saddest burger in the world. Now, Tim, <laughs> when you order food, that food should come to you like freshly shaved legs, ready to split. You should be so excited to dive into that thing that the world around you stops. Mm-hmm. This burger showed up. You know how they do like an open face burger so you can put some dressing on it. The, my fucking hamburger was gray. <laughs> gray. There, you know how you give you like onions on your burger and usually the onion is like uh, a, a whole slice of an onion or like half of that slice. Of, but there's like six or seven rings of onion on there. Two rings of onion hmm. just sadly pressed into the bun. The bun wasn't even to- – dude, the, Aaron Shalupa looked at me. He goes, that burger looks – Sad? No, sad, I can't remember if you said sad or disgusting. I can't. Whatever. I'm sure Chalupa remembers this. And then I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna fuck. I gotta eat." He's like, "That burger is nineteen dollars. Are you aware?" I'm like, "I'm just so fucking hungry, dude. Like, please stop making fun of this burger. I just want to eat it right now." Twenty fucking dollars. Yeah. So I didn't want to fucking go there because that was the place of the home, the home of the sad burger. And my friends were like, "Well, we're just we're here. We might as well just go." And we did, and it was fine. But I didn't. I definitely didn't order the burger. <laughs> Anyways, that was my that was my fucking. Dep- I need TNAs more than ever now, Tim. So, out of that night, you said like you had some more ideas. Like, what are the things that that night led you to think that we can improve upon TNAs from what we previously talked okay. about? First of all, we need to we need to figure out a location, a safe location for the thirty plus crowd. So here's what I'm thinking: mm-hmm. they can be in a, a a fucking bullshit strip plaza with like a Mister Sub. And like a, a coffee supply company, and I don't know, maybe like a play against sports, but nothing too exciting, okay? Because we can't have any of these fucking young snobby shitheads close. We can't. It's not safe, okay? They're gonna they're gonna fucking play their loud music. <laughs> they're gonna play their loud music and make me very upset. I have blood pressure issues now, Tim. We go out. We have the fucking time of our lives. We're leaving the bar. At- 10 p.m. as discussed and there's just the fucking hot chicks from the previous party just fucking <laughs> hounding you and they're just so funny. oh my god we haven't Your even started hair? pre-drinking yet it's so <laughs> lame <laughs> like it's just a re- okay so here teenage actually a tv show and it's all about us having a lot of fun but those girls show up in every episode <laughs> just to show how disgusting we are oh my god you guys are buying orthotics <laughs> ugh you don't have a five head. You have like a 10, 15 head. Oh. <laughs> don't tell me you're going to go home and do it, are you? Oh. oh. Anyways, okay. So location. Your balls are extra wrinkly. <laughs> My mom had a boyfriend like you. Gross. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Okay. So 100% um, we have to have this in a safe space. The other thing, we have to also make sure at any given point we can be found for people. So unexciting spot. So what I'm saying is if you're Googling TNAs, there's no like uh, TNA travel, blah, blah, blah. We have to make it so easy that anybody in any state can – excuse me, any uh, intoxication state can get a hold of us. Not get a hold of us, but find us. Yeah. So I feel as though we got to work on the name TNAs. 
Okay. Seminanthus what do you have in mind? Great. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't want to, want to just be the guy that's poking holes without offering anything in return. But TNAs is good. It's got the tits and ass. It's got the Tim and Anthony in there. But there, there's got to be a name that we can name it that is like semi-ironic or punny that kind of alludes to a bar for old people Ooh. without actually saying it's a bar for old people. Is there like a, is there like a word Oh, I feel so fucking stupid. I do this voice. Hold on. Is there like a word for like something that's used like secondhand? Oh, yeah. Is there like a is there like a proper word for that? Uh, not vintage. Duh. Oh, maybe there's something in vintage. Boomer, grandpa. I'm just trying to think of the names kids call us now. Uh, Millennial milestones. What? What if it was? What if the name was something along the lines of like vin, vintage times, or like good times, or like you know, like ha- happy days? Vintage barcade. Ooh. Vintage beats. Vintage moves. Vintage moves. I don't know. I don't have any good name ideas right now. I was pretty sold on TNAs because of the tits in the ass. Because also, like, my 90s were fucking horny, man. It's true. Uh, yeah. We do have to have a shot, and I just thought about this, called the Kurt Cobain. That's, like, so full of sugar, it's going to give you one hell of a fucking headache the next day. <laughs> <laughs> um, quick question on Kurt Cobain. Where are you? Do you, are you like a Kurt Cobain fan? Are, I personally, I don't want to skew what you're about to say, but I personally think he's very overrated. I don't listen to music. I don't know. I love the story yeah. of it all. The idea that it could have just been Crohn's that like made him so fucking miserable. Um, oh, is, is that what, Crohn's created grunge music? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah, he was just in constant pain because <laughs> his tummy was always upset. So yeah. <laughs> that's why like, we got onto heroin to try to ease the pain. That's what Maybe Attic has, and he tries to compare himself. But, like, ah, I don't know, buddy. He might be overshooting there. Yeah, a little. <laughs> Have you uh, watched any Letter Kenny? Yeah, I watched the first three seasons, but I just because we don't have, um, what's, that, what's it on? Crave. Yeah, we don't have Crave anymore. But I did watch a couple episodes at the cottage, and I can't. If I watch two episodes, all of a sudden that accent comes out, and I'm like, "Oh, this is what this is what all the fucking Americans are talking about." I fucking love it. It's so goddamn good. It's so well written. Uh, that open monologue is always on the on money. Yeah, but uh, I heard your self therapy, and that's uh, you. You run your channel, and I, I've taken quite a bit of inspiration of it uh, of my channel to do the same. Is like. Because it's so fucking hard to find two people to sit down with week after week and build that show. That's like like a lot of the shows that I really like. It's just everybody else has a fucking life of their own. And you can't put that pressure on them to be like, are you showing up? Do you got stuff to do? So you end up having a bunch of different shows because you're the, the person that wants the podcast. And people show up when they can. So... Uh, like I've taken inspiration to seeing what you've done, which I don't really see anywhere else where you run a network essentially on one channel of a whole bunch of different shows. That That's exactly it, my man. And thank you for that. Um, you know, I, um, I always appreciate your work ethic and, 
um, you know, it's, I, it's all, I always find it super awkward when people are trying to compliment me or at least get, pay me a little, a little like a respect, I guess. I don't know what, what the right word would be, but, um, thank you for that. Those kind of words. It definitely means a lot to hear. Um, yeah. So self therapy is a show that I do just by myself and it's kind of like, I'm, I'm just trying to talk through my problems out loud and, um, you know, it's, it's kind of like that old adage, like if you write a letter to yourself, you, you don't, you obviously don't send it, but you kind of just write your thoughts down. I'm not good with that, man. My thoughts run around my head so quickly that I cannot get them on paper. It's impossible. I've tried. And, um, I have these, these, just wait these, a second, just for the kids out there, a letter is like an analog <laughs> email. <laughs> yeah, It's like a physical email. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so self-therapy, I just basically just, I, I basically say it, there's like, there's no intro. There's no thrills about it. It's just a guy talking about his thoughts and maybe you can learn something. Maybe you can understand a different point of view or maybe it's entertainment. I don't know, but I kind of like doing it because it, it really helps me just kind of categorize thoughts that are just racing through my brain. I actually, there's a lot of things I want. Like I, I have this awesome idea about like everybody's brain works differently. Mm-hmm. And when you, when you're growing up, you learn how to, you learn how to learn with the, the way your brain works. And, um, I, I've been really trying to like s- sort out a presentation on how my brain works because I think my brain works, um, differently than most. Mm-hmm. And it, it's always hindered me like, you know, whatever. But anyways, I, I'm, I'm rambling like crazy, which is an ongoing thread. But, um, yeah, so the not for 30 network is, a handful of different shows about a handful of different topics and you never really know what you're going to get in your catch. Um, sometimes it's self-therapy, sometimes it's a flagship, sometimes it's milk and cookies where it's, you know, not safe for work. Sometimes it's the guys from mustard. Uh, they have a handful of spinoff shows. So, uh, it, it's always something a little bit different, but every week we try to bring you at least something. Thank you so much for letting me say that, Tim. Yeah, no, no problem. It's, uh, it's been good, and it's been good to see the people that have come and gone from your channel, and, like, you've had some great guests. The bobblehead guy yeah. always stands out to me. Oh, um, yeah, Mike. Um, oh, wait, Catman or or Mike? The artist who makes bobbleheads or the guy who collects them? Uh, the artist, because he was making his, yeah. his own. And the then Catman. He, yeah, you've had, the like, the, the guy that travels around. He's, like, a wrestling ref. I remember him. Oh, Brad Myers, yeah. yeah. Brad, you know, so wild, so... Those guys from Smash Wrestling, which is a, a small local Ontario indie, they run as far your way as uh, Barry's Bay. I guess that's the closest your way. Yeah. Um, and uh, but they do it like all over Ontario, and I've I've had oh six or seven guys from Smash now on just because they're great guys, and you know like, they do something that I always wanted to do but just never had the balls to do. Um, would you do, let me ask you this. Would you do as an adult, there's a, uh, an adult wrestling pro wrestling training course where you learn to take a couple bumps. And if you wanted to, you can have a quote unquote match with your trainer by the end of your training time. Yes. But I would never want to be in front of a crowd. If I could just yeah. do like the one-on-one thing in front of the group, I wouldn't mind getting yeah. tossed around. Uh, <laughs> I think it'd be a little fun. Yeah. My brother did that for his, his son's, I think, seventh or eighth birthday. And then he, at, when all the kids went home, he's like, you and me in the ring, let's go. And, dude, we we, we threw each other around. I, I, I suplexed my brother. His back hurt for four fucking weeks. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that, sh- that shit hurts, man. That shit hurts. Oh, that's fucking amazing. Did I uh, tell you that I got to go see uh, Mankind? Uh, Mick Foley? The living legend himself. Look at that. Cactus Jack right there. Yeah. And it's uh, signed over to Bearded and Board. So we're hoping to have a, uh, a competition at some point and do like a giveaway for a listener. When you get oh, the that's great. Yeah. Uh, that's great. Yeah, he's a gem. I've heard him on a bunch of pods as well. So I, I think we got to get to it. Like we were talking Let's nice get about into it. it. I think we're avoiding it. The Let's self-therapy was about when do you know when it's time to hang up the headphones? Yeah. So yeah. it really had, like it kind of hit me at a point that I was thinking about it too. Like I'm trying to make some positive changes in my life, uh, going to the gym consistently, eating a lot better, working on my uh, sleep. I'm reading, you know, doing a little bit of writing. And I was just like, podcasting takes up so much time and so much effort and I love it. But am I getting anything back from it? And one thing that I thought of is like, cause podcasting's wildly changed. And even in the last oh. year and a half, two years where it's very, very corporate and there's very much a way that you have to do things. And I got caught up in trying to make a product that'll sell as opposed to trying to make a good product. And so like, I just kind of got embarrassed. Like, I, I'm just trying to prepackage everything for the same reason that like I should talk Instagram and TikTok and stuff like I was doing the same thing. I was trying to learn how these people use uh, their social media to garner whatever so that I can use it. And I'm like, but I don't care about any of that. And then I was listening back to my shows and I was having the ones where like. I drop all the pretense and I'm just having fun. You know, when I'm sitting around with Chalupa and Brian and we fucking spiral out and trying to make each other laugh and we're just building on each other, ganging up on somebody, I think is actually fucking brilliant. That's what I got into this for. When I'm sitting down with Samaya and I'm putting on stupid voices, reading One Direction fan fiction, that fucking (laughs) (laughs) made me smile. I was like, I got to stop dropping like the the shows that I think I can promote to the shows that I think I could just like, if I have 10 fans, like not fans, if I have 10 listeners, I, that's gotta be enough for me. And otherwise it's time for me to walk away. Cause I'm not good enough to, to break through, but that's well, just where I'm at. So I heard something that blew my mind the other day. Last year, there was 111 million podcast episodes released holy fuck and joe rogan was nine million i'm just kidding um that is an insane amount of content and i will say this i i know my podcast not my podcast is not for everybody we're going into our seventh year doing it and it's like you know i've had i've had people tune in to be supportive and then tune out i've had people in and out, in and out. I've had a handful of people probably from the start. And, you know, I don't know, like we have these weeks where we'll have like 14 downloads or plays. And then we'll have weeks where it's like 2000 downloads. Like what is happening? Like none of it makes any sense. 
the, geographically it makes a little bit of sense. Like they're local to the Milton, Mississauga, uh, east of, uh, what's our west of Toronto map. But then there's also like, um, whatever, Springfield, Ohio, or, um, there's one in California that's always pop up. It's called, uh, it's in like Forest Mountain, California, some shit like that. And I'm always, I'm always shocked by why, um, that's happening. And is it like Russian bots stealing my voice? I don't know. Um, but I, I, I want to vote that it's probably more the second than the first. Like, I think that, I think honestly, I have maybe up to a hundred people that consistently listen yeah, or mostly listen. And it, so I think to myself, okay, so my, maybe my audience has grown a little bit over almost seven years, but I mean, I, I was told before that if you have a hundred subscribers or a hundred listeners, that's considered a successful Canadian podcast. Yeah. Okay. So I've had, I've had people ask me if I want to put ads on and I would love to, to make a little bit of money back, but honestly it makes me, then that then makes me have to want to put more time into that. And this is what it all comes down to is like, I don't have any more time to give to podcasting and it hurts, but that's the truth right now. I've got a young family. I got a four and five year old. I've got a business that I'm trying to take over. You know, like there's, yeah. there's a lot of my plate right now and podcasting as much as I love it. But this is quickly turning into an episode again of uh, self therapy. Hmm. I, I gotta stop talking, but it just, it gets, it gets to that point where it's like, I got to weigh it out and I want, I love doing it. I didn't build a fucking studio with my bare hands not to do this. You know, this isn't going to be where I fucking hang out and hide from my family. This is where I want a podcast. So, so you're talking about your audience. Do you, why do you podcast? Why do you get behind the mic and have so for seven years? Is this to get a really popular show so you can retire and, do the Joe Rogan thing or is this to just vent a little and goof around with buddies? You know, it honestly, the way I went into it, because I mean, I, as much as, as much as I've done for the not after 30 podcast, I didn't start the not after 30 podcast. Yeah. Um, but I got into it for basically both reasons. I wanted a reason to fucking hang out with my friends that wasn't at a bar where I was blowing a couple hundred bucks every night. Um, or post, you know, whatever hockey or baseball game, I wanted a reason to just hang out and fucking talk about some of the great stories. And honestly, for, for about 15 years of my life, I lived with this mantra. Like I want stories. I don't want things. And I, I stopped that because a little bit because it's, it's kind of like that consumer mentality. But then I, I realized that collecting memories is the exact same thing as collecting physical items. And it's still a, it's still a mental, a consumer mentality. So, I mean, not that that's necessarily whatever. That's not right or wrong for anybody. That's not what I'm trying to say. But it was just what I was noticing about myself. But um, I want to build off you know. something you just said. You said uh, you wanted a reason to hang out with friends that wasn't just sitting in a bar and drinking. I found that along my way because the first incarnation of my show was the conspiracy theory thing. It was fun to do, grew a lot. But again, that was primarily the only reason I started that show was like, oh, I was speculating that 
uh, occult podcasts and stuff are on the rise. So I'll start one of those mm. and then I can advertise. And then maybe that's the way that I break into podcasting. It, it's yeah. So like, like even getting into it initially was fake. And then I started oh. doing the other stuff and I found that I was able to get people to sit down for an hour and we were actually trying to talk and make each other laugh. It wasn't even like getting together in the same room because people will get on their cell phones now or talk about the weather or blah, blah, blah. And it's not like I, I want even the deep conversations. I just want to try to tickle each other and like tell stories. Telling stories has always been so fucking fun to me. And, and maybe this is why you and I gel so nicely, Tim. It's, it's, it, it, that feels right to me, you know? Like, just, it, it's basically the shit talking camaraderie that, you know, like, you know, for the longest time, I did in the, lo- in the locker room. We talk shit, we talk about exes, we talk about nasty shit that we knew. Um, and, you know, now we're doing it in the comforts of, like, you know, I always say that the comfy orange couch, uh, orange chairs here in the studio. And, you know, that's kind of like just the way I think of it now. It's like, I just, I want that locker room talk. And I know it's entertaining because I fucking laugh at, no, listen, I, laugh at I laugh at everything. So don't <laughs> hold yourself in a higher regard. But on top of laughing on everything, I love human story. I love real ass stories. You know, um, you mentioned my buddy Ian, who's traveling. His goal is to travel all 197 countries in the world yeah. and he'll do it. And that's like that, that's in, that's, a story for everything you'll ever need in life, you know, and that's and that's wild, and I and I like that, and I and I but I love to hear the why behind it, and how how are you doing this? How can you afford to travel to 197 countries? That's wild. So I, I love that aspect of I love the aspect of podcasting, and you know I think we're all kind of like we're kids of Kevin Smith, we're kids of Joe Rogan, the uh, Adam Carolla is another one, like. These guys who who forefronted it, Mark Marin, uh, this weekend tech, like all these grandfathers and podcasts. Tell him Steve Dave. Tell him Steve Dave. Yeah, the askew verse. You know, I mean, we're all these kids of these podcast, this first gen podcasters that were great fucking storytellers. And you'd listen, and Kevin Smith can tell story. Joe Rogan can tell story. Adam Carolla can tell. These guys can tell stories, yeah. and they know how to tell story. I mean, so many times I've, I, I would listen to Smodcast and I would close my eyes and I could see Kevin Smith and Scott Mosier talking to each other. I could, I could hear Kevin take a pull from a cigarette, but I could visualize it perfectly. I remember, I remember laying in bed with my eyes closed and listening to these podcasts in dreamland. Like it's, it's just one of those things, you know, it's like we are, we are children of that. We are the first gens influenced by the first gen podcasters. I'm not trying to invalidate anybody, um, building a show that they think is marketable or anything. I, I don't, I'm not trying to get so fucking artsy about it where I'm like, if you're not passionate about it, you shouldn't have ever stepped up to the plate. <laughs> Who the fuck you am know, I? <laughs> one thing I also think that's important is like, you know, okay, so have you ever typed into YouTube or Google um, how to get out of mark, mark, uh, level, multi-level marketing system? No. Um, or like, okay, so like, I, you know, sometimes these scams come across my desk and I look at them and I'm like, what is this? You know, like my buddies, when we first moved in together, they got into, um, I think it's called ACN, 
ACN and ACN's big thing was like, we don't sell any products except for this video phone. But what you do is you talk your friends into signing up their internet cable with you or whatever. So that you get like a small cut of the pie and essentially the marketing money that these companies would generally need you, they pay you with that. And so my buddies got into it and I was like, how do YouTube? And it'd be like, what is this shit? And the first thing they ask is like, do you have a start and stop date if this doesn't work for you? And I, that always registered with me, but you know, I never really did that with podcasting. The goal was always like, let's see what happens. Let's just go for it and see what happens. And you know, it's, it's been a fun ride, but the, the bottom line, the reason why we're talking about it is at what point, or what point are we good? At what point are we fulfilled? What, uh, what, like, how long do I do this for? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it, okay. So yeah, the, the goals of the dreams change a little bit or like you can always hold on to the dream a little bit of like, Oh my God, if I had a little studio in my backyard and a little barn and just walk out and do this all day, I'd be extremely happy, but that's not, that's not likely. Um, and at what point am I deluding myself? Like I'm 35, just had my birthday. So happy belated. Thank you. You know, my fucking schedule at this point, like trying to explain it to people is so infuriating. And like, I've just started (laughs) screenshots of my calendar to send people. And even then, like if you haven't worked nights, it's, it's Greek, but to try to find, so if I want to develop a social life, I don't really have any friends in town anymore. That means I have to, with that fucked up schedule, start playing ball hockey or wandering to a bar by myself, which there's not really too many and I can't afford to go anyways. So like the the one night a week that I would have a chance to record, should that be spent going out and trying to make friends in real life? in town is that going to benefit me more in the long run um i don't know is it's a tough call like i don't want to give up on the friendships that i have and this is keeping a lot of that alive and and see like isn't that a crazy like when i think about just knowing you through podcasting i mean could you even imagine we would have been in the same spot at the same time and not have met each other if it wasn't for, for you coming over and saying, saying congratulations. Yeah. And, you know, and we, we, ha- I, I like to think we have a really good friendship. I, it, you know what, we, we, we have come to know each other very well or pretty good. I should say we've hung out in only in person less than 10 times, Yeah, but I, I consider you a friend, a more than a friend, a good friend. And, you know, we've had some real serious talks, my man, we've had some real, real serious talks. And I hold that very high, but without podcasting, it would have never happened, you know, and there's not a chance in my life. I don't think I'd ever look for a a super, a paranatural um, podcast, but because I met you, I was like, I'm going to check it out. And I listened to like three episodes, I think. And I was like, I am in on this guy, man. This is so cool. I love, uh, I just love the approach. I thought your cadence was amazing. You had, you had me hooked. And, you know, I, I'm a fan of your work, but I'm a fan of you as well. So, you know, without podcasting, I, I wouldn't have that in my life. That is an, an enriched moment in my life because of podcasting. So 
What are the things that make you want to hang up the headphones? So, like, is there anything that comes to mind, or are you just like it's feeling like work? Um, I th- I honestly think if I had somebody scheduling people, yeah, for you know, for me to record with, life would be easier. But also, like, I mean, my my kids right now are, are at an age where they like a lot of my attention, and that won't be forever. And that's why it's very hard for me to want to hang up the, the microphone. But I know it's a window of about five to six, seven years before they don't want it. They don't want your attention and they want to create separation. Um, so in my head, I've, I always think to myself, well, if I could even grind it out for another five years, you know, then maybe I'll have more time on my hands. But then how crazy does that sound? That doesn't sound entertaining. That doesn't sound like fun if I can grind something out. Something that it literally I have to do every single thing for, I like every single piece of artwork I've created, uh, like you know setting up the feeds. I mean, we really don't edit, but editing, you yeah. know, just just the post, you know, it's just so wild. Like it's it's a lot of work for for absolutely nothing. It's just self gratification at that point. Do you mind if I ask what kind of responses do you get on your posts? Do you get any kind of feedback and like back and forth? No. No, I, I get almost no interaction. Um, it's it's always weirded me out. Like uh, I don't know, maybe we have we have uh, four hundred close to four hundred followers on Instagram. A lot of them are friends of mine. Um, but every now and then, like for example, um, I, I, I've the most response I ever got is by self therapy, and the most um, the biggest inf- uh, biggest response I've ever gotten back for two episodes, one being that podcast episode, I had three people reach out, which I thought was very special, touched my heart. Um, and then I, and then I had one person talking, uh, that messaged me in regards to a self therapy episode called, um, I don't know what it is offhand, but the concept was, uh, I, I, I was, was I being too hard on myself? And, um, you know, I explored a lot of different avenues and one of them was, was being you know like i my whole life i've been a hard no drugs guy and at that time maybe maybe it's a year or two into uh you know experimenting with cannabis and was i being too hard on myself about that and i had one person who was a, a, a no longer a social worker but trained as a social worker reach out and just say like i heard yourself therapy episode i thought it was very good you're being way too hard on yourself but just gave me a lot of feedback like a lot of feedback about the feelings i was and feelings and emotion i was trying to validate um, which was really special. And I, it's weird because honestly, I'm always petrified to push save when it comes to a self therapy episode, because I'm so fucking vulnerable about it. And I am absolutely horrible with people talking shit about my back behind my back. So, um, you know, I just, I, it's, it's a tough episode to put out. It's a tough series to put out with the fear of just being absolutely demolished by people. Like couch critics, I think since we've launched, we have like 200 listens all told and we've put out a lot of episodes and I'm like, well, that's just because I have not promoted it in any way. I haven't told anybody that it's there to go check out and I haven't reached out to other shows to tell them that we're doing this and we should cross pollinate and blah, 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 because it's just like that's all business stuff. It's not what I got into it for. So when I like start fresh in September and thank God 
we pre-recorded enough stuff. Like I'm good until mid-September. Everything's edited, preloaded, and just sitting there. It's been releasing for weeks without me even paying attention to it. Who knows? We may have blown up by now. But <laughs> I just I don't have it in me to do any of it. If I yeah. if I continue to, it's going to wreck podcasting for me. The thing that I love, that singular thing that I've found that I am okay at that that I think about that I want to do that I prepare for the only thing that I'm ever willing to put any fucking effort into Uh, let me ask you something Tim does podcasting uh feed that creative hunger inside of you yes okay um I'm I'm, I'm gonna just put a piece on that is that I feel like it it can it's not it stopped f- like filling me up though so i got to go back at it and i got to start doing stuff that's really going to entertain me like i put together a game show for the couch critic guys i spent hours on it and that's where i was fulfilled is like putting together 10 or 15 different games and like setting it all up and then running it and figuring out how to make it as audio friendly as possible like i haven't even edited it yet it was just the act of putting it together and running it for them that was yeah i gotta do but stuff the, like that the, i mean i i think you're good with that anyways so i think that i can definitely see why that would work out well for you um I, i'm currently reading a book called uh keep going and it, it's all about the creative process and getting and having writer's block it's it's written mostly for writers but it's they say all creative type and there was a quote in there. I might be botching it a little bit, but it's like, art, art is hard. Art takes time. Uh, art's usually not worth it, but art feels good. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly how I feel. Like, the, I, yeah, the, this is. There's sometimes like I again, I'll pour my heart and soul into like my the 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 episode I just released today called um, "Should You Have Kids?" Self therapy. Should you have kids? I, I fucking cry. I fucking cry. And it's like, it's maybe the first time I've cried on the park out of, on a podcast. I've, I've laughed so hard. I started crying, but the actual emotion of crying, being sad and crying, it was actually a proud, a very proud moment actually. And I felt so proud about that because not because I cried, but because it was, it was fucking real. It was real. And it came from me and I was, I was gloating about how, how proud I was about my daughter and, and how she can read a room and she's, she should be four in a couple of weeks and how she just read a room and she understands like timing and she's, she's just like good at that. <laughs> and my other one, my other kid is like tall and athletic and gorgeous and she'll look at me and I'll, I'll, I'll tell her the most, the most stargazing, uh, antidote of why I love her so much. And she'll look at me she's like, daddy, I really gotta go to the potty. <laughs> and I was like, fuck it. You're not, <laughs> didn't, didn't, you don't understand what's going on right now. I'm pouring my heart out. You're telling me you got to take a shit. <laughs> Fucking kid, man. Heartless. Uh, I know. Uh, the pretty but, ones are, but, always are. That's what happens, my man. I, you know, but that's just the thing, you know, it's like, it, I, I always want whatever I put out to be real because there are a few things that kill me. But unoriginal people, kill, and I, I get you know the old artist adage that um, good artists create, but better artists steal. Um, but that's not what I mean. I, I mean like 
I I can't deal with eight million people on Instagram taking the same fucking photo and thinking they're original by doing it. You know, it's I, I can't deal with that. I need stuff to be real, and I know podcasting can be real. It's just everything is so prepackaged now, and even like these people running their accounts, where they they just realize that they need like a modicum of success. And then they can get advertisements or sponsorships or free shit. So it's like they've managed to start to prepackage individualism and it's just fucking depressing. And the the lack of creativity anywhere, uh, I would hesitate to call myself an artist, but, you know, like I, I want to be. I just... Yeah. Everything has just so been done and played out. And are you adding anything? I guess comes up a lot in my head when I'm I'm doing the show. Is like, am I actually adding anything, or is this just more noise? Yeah, you know, I mean that that's something I I always go back and forth with. Um, you know that number that um one one hundred and eleven million episodes of podcasts has got podcasts were released last year. Like when I think of that that number just sounds ridiculous to me. And, and I I think to myself, I was like, I'm like, okay, am I literally putting out digital garbage? Is this like, is is this just absolutely sugar that, that, that people are going to find no value in? And is, is it worth, like, is it worth what I'm about to endure to my body, to my brain, to my eyeballs, to my relationship, my marriage? Is it worth, waging waging not waging but is it worth losing time with my wife or my kids or money that i can time that i could be making money to podcasts and the for for me it always it always comes down to i i i regret it up to the moment we hit record and that button goes red and i'm just like fuck like i'm just ready to go and and because i love it because also, it's, I've been doing it now for seven years. I've been a fan of it for over ten. Of course, I of course I want to do it. Just do, and is what I'm now doing. Uh, is now what I'm doing. What I'm afraid. Am I doing now what I'm afraid is happening to the general identity of individuality? Something along that line. I don't. I'm starting to get really high right now, so yeah. I'm getting a little crazy. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, I think we've just been kicking the can for a while. I don't. I think that I'm not done podcasting yet. But like each year, I seem to go through like a season or a downturn in it, and then come back at it. I think this time when I go back is like it's got to just all be for fun. Got to you know add a little bit of structure, and then you know, just try to nail people down. Whoever can commit to like once a month, if I could get three different groups once a month, then I'm done. Like I, that's, that's all I want to do. If I'm every other week from that point on, I think I'd be happy. It's nice to, to get edited and be ahead. Like, and then you never really worrying about it. It's so much off your plate. I think that's what I need to continue. And stop looking at the statistics. Fucking Scarborough dude was right on a lot of levels where he's just been doing it for him. 
And like it didn't make sense to me that way because I've been watching the growth of others and like the growth of the shows that we started in in their infancy and like looking at them being like, we're not any different than them. Like we can do this too. And then it's like, yeah, 110 million uh, things. Unless you're willing to get out on like front street and start selling your ass, like you are not going to get attention. So um, we we both we both uh, follow the Canadian Podcasting Awards, and I mean it's basically our mecca story. But um, yeah, so they they had this thing at Fan Expo. They have a booth, and they're going to have like a rotating door of podcasters there, uh, just you know maybe recording, maybe just getting their name out. So is it I'm, sponsored by they, Sonar, and you got to be a part of the network to get on? Hel- hilarious. <laughs> Uh, maybe you know. Actually, I haven't noticed, but I, I'm gonna look, go back and look. I was tapping through their stories uh, on Instagram, Tim. I'm not too sure if you know what that means, but um, I'm watching their story, and there's 12 or 13 podcasts that they're that are going to be there the first day or whatever. I don't recognize any of these podcasts, and all these podcasts, they're ones like we fucked this, and the other ones like sleeping around, and the other ones like I'm like, oh, these are like these are like, ev- like everything. It's everything. Now. Like, like every topic's taken now, you know, one, one was like books for kids. The other one was like, I'm a, I'm a pet mom or some shit like that. And it's like three wacky ladies and a dog, you know, like, like there's, we drink there's just wine like, and, wa- and watch murder shows. <laughs> We're so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the wine sisters, we drink it and do it. Yeah, that yeah, is like, coming from a guy with a movie review podcast, so I understand yeah, the irony. Yeah. Everybody, <laughs> I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, it's just like every every angle's taken, every point of view. And if honestly, if if you're gonna make any money, you have to be a borderline celebrity or in this so in this game so early that you have a following. It's it's tough. That's the way it is. Although you've like friends of mine, the Smash guys, actually, they started a new sports podcast. And it's called like the, the it's called um, four three point six, which is the coordinates to the, the place that they matter or something in Toronto or something. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I like I like the concept, and the whole thing is like the sports show you never knew you wanted, and they do like a roundtable of like all the uh, big news in sports, and then they you know more they they micro down into like the Toronto based teams, and then they even do like pro wrestling, which you know, it's awesome. But yeah. the, and I had, I had Dustin Perry who is a host of the show. He was on a couple weeks back to, uh, to promote it. And he, you know, like their thing, their podcast is growing and it's a, it's a really good product. But if I didn't know these guys, would I ever look into a, another Toronto based sports podcast? No, yeah. it's hard. It's, that's what I'm trying to say. You're trying to get at it. It's, it's hard. If you are sitting there and thinking of getting into podcasting for the money, yeah. From everything I've done, the courses, the books that I've read, they say don't don't get into it for the money. It's not impossible. Like you can do all the stuff. You can if you're good at Instagram and uh, TikTok, you can get yourself out there. If you're willing to go on other shows and like market and get into the places that like where these other shows congregate and talk to them and become fans of the fans and have them get you on those shows, absolutely. There's shadier stuff where there's like these kind of services where you can sign up and they'll match you with other podcasts 
and then mm. you can record together, which comes off as like a little bit fake to me. But hey, if you're if you're gonna do it and you you know what you want to do and it's your passion, man, go for it. But yeah, uh, it's kind of like what we're doing anyways, like cross promoting, I guess. But yeah, the, the fact. Yeah, but that was that was natural, right? That's yeah. no, we're t- we're totally different. Yeah, we're we're totally. Okay, yeah, you know, I I think I think we're all trying. We're all squirrels trying to get a nut. You know, like I I I I'm going to do this until I don't want to do it anymore. That's what the conclusion. You know, like That's I'm not going to be. In, yeah, right. Exactly, and. You know, for me, I just, I just want to, I want to, I want this to feel fun and I want to feel light and I want to be excited to do it. And when those things don't happen or I have no time in my life for anything, then I'll stop. Or maybe I'll just like, you know, I'm, I'm lucky because uh, Melky does a lot of work on the pod. Uh, he does, he creates a lot of content, him and the mustard guys. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I've, I've talked to him about him, you know, taking more, more of a role, you know, riding the ship. Uh, which he's up for, which I'm happy about because he has like, he's dating. He's, you know, just finished school again. He, he's got, he's a guy that has time to have adventures. My adventures are literally going to center Island and miniature village and watch my kids lose their shit. You know, like <laughs> that, those are my adventures. Now. I was like, okay, I wonder how much hair I'm going to lose today. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. I don't. Okay. Yeah, we can't beat Kay. a dead horse. I think we we gotta yeah. move on. Let's move on because I and if listen, if you're still listening, thank you because I can only imagine how hard some of that, that stuff was to hear. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. My feelings are real. <laughs> uh, don't worry. We have like ten listeners. We will go down to like okay. eight. Yeah. No, the, yeah. The, the two of us minus. <laughs> anyways. Yeah. Um, well, buddy, I think uh, we're up to in about an hour and eight minutes. So I think it's time to All end right. you there. Tim, I got. I love you, man. I love podcasting with you. I love talking with you. I wish we should talk. I want to talk to you more often because every time I talk to you, I feel better after. Well, we'll have to set up something uh, semi-regular, get going on it. I li- Keep creating I like content. It. I like it. No, even if you just want to shoot the shit, I'm on board for that. Fucking A, man. Yeah. Fucking A's right. What are we going to call this episode? Um, two old men wine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, These kids, we are so stupid. Headphone hang up. Um, you got to know when to fold them. No one wrong. No one Beard, the, Oh, the Bearded Bros Blues. Bearded blo- Bros Blues. I like it. The alliteration I is think perfect. So. I know. You know, you, you have the triple C, now you got the triple B. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to let you go, All man. Right, man. This was a hell of Thank a good you. time. Uh, yes, if you're sir. looking for Anthony, look for the Not After 30 podcast. You can find him on... Uh, Social, if you want to reach out and actually talk to the man, or uh, do it too. Yeah, not after thirty on all uh, apps. Pretty much, yeah. You'll find it, and trust me, you'll find it. And if not, I'm sure Tim can send you a link. Yeah, five star review if you can. That helps more than you know. Hundred percent.
All right, buddy. You're the best.